Hello and welcome to Can't Find My Way Home, the podcast where expats from around the globe talk about the music and art scene in their adopted home. I'm your host, Craig. Season 2 of Can't Find My Way Home with Andrew Tama. And a New Zealander has been living in Cologne, Germany for the past two and a half years where he's been working on his music full time. Of course we talk about how he ended up in Germany, his travelling and backpacking adventures with his German girlfriend, adopting a street dog in Mexico and giving up a career in marketing to try his luck as a professional musician. And details how he first got into music from an early age performing in musical theatre at high school, and to him eventually picking up the acoustic guitar to accompany the songs he'd written. And also describes how important marketing and self-promotion is to an artist. There's talk about we work spaces in Cologne where creatives can collaborate the busking scene, getting out of your comfort zone, Ant's own music and his hopes for the year ahead. All this and why he won't play Wonderwall for you. Let's get right into it. Antutama. I've been here for like nearly two and a half years. Uh, I got a German girlfriend. We met backpacking in Southeast Asia. Yeah. And then, so that was been, we traveled together. We did long distance for about six months when she, you know, we went home to our respective countries. And then uh, she ended up moving to New Zealand for two years to be with me, which was really nice. And um, after two years, you know, she was really missing family. She was missing home. And she said, I want to go back do you want to come with me? And then I was like, yeah, of course. We were like, okay, we're going to move to Germany. But then we did another backpacking trip on the way to Germany for eight months through South America, Mexico, and California. Just as, uh, oh, because we love travel. Long story, we we adopted a dog in Mexico from the street. We just took her with us. Um, We've got the paperwork done and, and, and vaccinations and stuff like that. And we brought this dog to Germany. And yeah, so it's nearly two and a half years here in Germany, and I've just been focusing on music full time, which is uh, not an easy task. But my 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 background is marketing back home. I studied marketing and commerce, and so yeah, I did that. And then moving to Germany coincided with turning thirty, and that's you know it's a, a reflection point. So I just. Yeah, music was always like a side hustle hobby for me and I'd never taken it seriously. So I decided we'll do it. Yeah. And so I've been, you know, playing music on the street. I've been doing, you know, most of my income at the moment comes from um, like weddings, corporate functions and birthday parties and things like this, which, uh, you know, it's great to be, it's great that I am earning a full-time income, well, a modest full-time income. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the goal is is that, um, yeah, because currently, you know, I write my own music as well and and I that loses me money. That loses me a lot, lot of money. It's just a lot of investing and not much return. But the hope is that, you know, the type of gig I get kind of balances out. And, and I get to do more of my own stuff. Yeah, and, and obviously stuck in the middle of COVID now, which is challenging, but you know, at least it's winter now where it is, tends to be a quieter time anyway. So just fingers crossed that things uh, recover um, as we get towards summer. 
because I've got a lot of bookings that I don't want to lose. Maybe we talk a little bit about your, your musical journey then, since we you, you told us how you got to Germany. Yeah, what was it really got you into music in the first place, Anthony? Was it come from a musical family or um, was music always around in the house? I don't really come from a musical family. Like my parents, uh, my dad likes to think he was he's musical, but it's <laughs> kind of self-taught as a hobby sort of thing. Um um, but, you know, well, and it's because he never got the opportunity to learn musical instruments when he was young and, and neither did my, my mum. They're both from Indonesia and they, yeah, they, they moved to New Zealand, actually met in New Zealand. So, you know, my parents, put, like they, when we were, my sister and I were young, you know, they gave, wanted to give us those opportunities. So we learned the piano and the violin at an early age. And so, yeah, so since we were little kids, we played these instruments. The, the, my parents took the fun out of it. They're typical Asian parents like to make you practice, practice, practice every day. And, uh, and we got pretty good, but we stopped enjoying it, uh, really. And so eventually in our, you know, in our early teens, we started dropping, dropping out and quitting. Um, but it was in high school that I kind of, I had been doing drama classes as well. And and the school was putting on a, a musical theater show and I just auditioned for it. And I guess I had that musical background that I had the ear from, from the years of the piano and the violin as a child. And so, uh, yeah, my first singing experience was in the musical Les Mis um, and I got one of the lead roles. And, and it, since then I, I just fell in love with singing. And Were, were and, you the Russell Crowe or the Hugh Jackman guy? I was Marius, which was sort of the, the younger guy. I can't remember his name, but he felt he's the one that falls in love with uh, yeah, Hugh right. Jackman's daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In the story, but uh, yeah, and I've just, I've just, yeah. So I did musical theatre. It was like it's very like ah, <laughs> sort of stuff was my first exposure into it, and then kind of just dabbled in a bunch of different things to figure out what I guess the question is have you incorporated jazz hands into your into your set somewhere right absolutely not no (laughs) no only special occasions left us behind yeah (laughs) only after a couple (laughs) that's how I got into music is just my parents you know they they wanted to give me the opportunities and it was almost an accident that I, I started singing I'm really glad that it took me on that journey when did you first pick up the guitar then? So it was kind of piano and violin, your younger yeah. days, but when did the guitar come into view? Well, I actually started teaching myself the guitar in high school when I, when I was doing those musicals um, because the guitar was something that you could accompany yourself with and it was something that you, that you didn't get bullied for in school. The violin was not a cool instrument <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the orchestra, yeah. um, but the guitar is seen as a cool instrument. It's just a bigger and, violin. Yeah, so I was like, I want to be cool. And so <laughs> I picked up the guitar and, and it just, I just taught myself basic chords to, to sing along to, basically. It was to accompany myself. I was never going to be a, a solo shredder or anything like that. And I'm still not. Like, I still, to be completely <laughs> transparent, I love songwriting and I love singing and the, the guitar just um, accompanies that. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't trust myself with an expensive guitar. <laughs> I, I, in November, last November, 
<laughs> I accidentally ran over my guitar in my car. Uh, a very stupid thing to do. But well, we won't so, even go there, okay? No, so, we won't go there. But no. I can't be trusted with expensive things. <laughs> okay. uh, you you've bought a replacement since? Got a replacement. It's the same model exactly. Right. So yeah, I really love that guitar. So you're primarily like, acoustic based. You say that's your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So acoustic, like a, a, when I do a concert or anything like that, it's always just with the acoustic guitar. It's it's kind of an unplugged experience. The songs I release, say on Spotify, have a, a full band and production behind them. So it's obviously a different sound. Um, but just at at my level currently, um, I can't afford a band, so uh, it's just me at this stage. And hopefully, you know, just going to keep keep pursuing and and keep trying to grow and. And then I would absolutely love to have a, a band behind me on stage uh, supporting me. That's that's the goal. What was your kind of recording experience like? When did you start really putting things down? I started recording. So I, my first single that I released was in October 2019. Yeah, and I hadn't really been in a studio before. I'd recorded stuff at my home studio, if you can call it a home studio. But, you know, I wasn't the fine tuning of what an engineer and a, and someone recording has to has to monitor so it was actually quite um overwhelming for me that first experience and I, we also had session musicians in who who really added their own creativity uh, in terms of you know the guitarist added some cool parts the drum the drummer and the bass guitar like so it was really cool so that whilst they're my songs these session musicians who are basically just doing a day job and added a lot of their creativity into my songs, which is really, which is really cool to see. Like, uh, it, you know, I, I normally to the producer, I bring the acoustic guitar and my voice, and we create something out of that. And it's really cool to to see things grow from that stage. Is there a particular genre that you're fond of? Would you say like kind of uh, not really inspiration, but we're, uh, let's use that one then. Inspiration. I can't think of another. Uh, but, you know, what kind of thing lights your fire? Well, to be honest, I, I'm generally um, pretty commercial, mainstream pop sounding. Um, it's the uh, it's the genre that I uh, I like to listen to. Um, you know, your you Bruno Mars, your Ed Sheeran. This is the kind of sound that I like. Songs where, you know, you can show off your voice a little bit. Currently, a lot of the pop charts are just auto-tuned. And it's, and it's just... A lot of that. It's very in fashion, and uh, that's not my style. But um, yeah, so I like to <clears throat> show off vocals, uh, and I also like to to write about real things. Um, so, just about experiences uh, in life, and and just things that I learn along the way. Since deciding I was going to be a full time musician, um, I was just I've just experienced a lot of things. Putting yourself out out of your comfort zone, and it just gives you inspiration to write. Um, back in New Zealand, when I, I worked in marketing, uh, a nine to five job, and I would try to write songs, but because I hadn't experienced anything, I was just in this stale routine. I couldn't write anything of substance. It just felt inauthentic. And so, um, yeah, so I've just really treasured the last two and a half years, you know, a bit of stress, a bit of worry. <laughs> um, but whenever something bad happens, I just say to myself, at least I can write about it and create something out of it. Um, Definitely, there's always a silver. There's always a silver lining for for artists. I think it's great. if you think about it, it's like it's it's the old cliche about taking a 
positive out of a negative situation. Exactly. Um, and put your own spin on it, you know, and exactly. say what you want to say about it. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, a big theme of mine is is wanting to, you know, because I'm quit my responsible, stable job uh, that paid pretty well to go full-time music. And sometimes it's very easy to doubt yourself. Um, you know, you, you get judgment from your peers. Um, my parents, uh, you know, they are still in New Zealand on the other side of the world. Like, what, what's he doing? He, he had a good job. We were so proud. And now he's just wants to be a musician on this playing music on the street they just don't understand it and um it, it's not just musicians that go through that it's it's a lot of you know entrepreneurs creators freelancers photographers um people who want to open up a cafe just it's yeah. it's and in this day and age with technology there's a lot of people you know with these ambitions and so, I, guess, I guess we're living in the age of the digital nomads exactly. as well Exactly. And we, we can do do these things. Um, you know, we have the tools to do it. And so I just want to, I want to write music that, you know, first of all, it helps me um, get through when it, when things get tough, but I want to, you know, to create a soundtrack for, for people who have these ambitions and maybe it's, it's not a, it's not smooth sailing, just put on my song and, um, and it'll inspire you. That's, my goal as an artist. How would you market yourself then, or how do you market yourself? It's 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 challenging because well, because I have a marketing background, I, I you know I, I can I have the fundamentals um, to to think about things like target audience, you know how I'm represented visually and things like that. But I tr I try to focus on on these creative groups, like um, you know we got Facebook and Instagram ads, and you can be very targeted. As to as to the type of people that you are trying to get in front of, and so yeah, so I, I target freelancers and entrepreneurs with with my songs that are themed in that direction, and um, and also um, you know uh, there's co-working spaces like WeWork. There's a, I live in Cologne, and there's a bunch of these co-working spaces around, around the city, and so co-working spaces are filled with creative types, startups, and, and and people who have that mentality. And so I just went up, cold called um, these, the, I went to the reception desks at these places and said, hey, um, by the way, if you guys ever want to do like a, a concert for your clients or for the, for the people in your community, um, I'll, I'll sing for free. And you know, it's, you can have it as part of an engagement for, for added value you're giving to to your customers and and hopefully I gain uh, a bit of a following and so yeah so I started doing a bit of that and there was a bit of interest uh, however COVID had better ideas and so it kind of <laughs> that was about just a yeah about a year ago nearly and um, so a lot of things were set in motion but kind of paused and so yes. just waiting until <laughs> but I really respect that uh, Sorry, Anthony, I really respect that attitude of uh, don't ask, don't get kind of thing. You know? Don't chapping on yeah. doors and what have you got to lose, right? Exactly. It was, it was a really good experience because I'm not, a, I'm a marketer, but I'm not a salesman. Um, you know, I've never worked in sales. Um, so it was a bit daunting to <laughs> just to show up to these offices and, and try to sell myself, give them a CD. And, um, but it was just a really good experience to,
the, the kind of one of the themes of this podcast we were just speaking about in the beginning there. Yeah. Uh, is speaking to other expats and comfort zone is a word that comes up quite a lot because you really are doing something that so many other people haven't done. And then not to yeah, say that that's yeah. wrong or it's 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 just what it is. It's just different. Yeah. And yeah, and especially when you know when you're in a like both of us, you know, we don't we, and probably didn't imagine seeing ourselves move to Germany, but it's also yeah, I think it, it adds character, and and that's what I like. Uh, a typical New Zealand New Zealand thing to do is to go to London. That's where all all my friends are. But I met a German girl, and so I went to Germany, and uh, it's just really interesting where life can take you to these random places these random things how's the music scene in cologne i was supposed to go to a gig to see the jesus and mary chain last either last march or last april in cologne (laughs) we we never quite made it so yeah um the the music scene is is it's pretty it's pretty good to be honest i i haven't (laughs) gigged much in cologne um um, but there is a scene uh it's very uh because cologne is quite a creative kind of city with you know it's not as creative as Berlin but it's still got the scene of alternative kind of music and so there's a lot of niche sort of hipster stuff coming out of Cologne which doesn't necessarily fit what I'm doing but you can go out most nights you know prior to COVID and and just see musicians playing for a big, very big jazz scene here as well um, so yeah there's lots lots going on you got to start somewhere, and so and so. Yeah, when I arrived in Germany, I didn't have any uh, contacts or anything in, in the music industry, and so like I just went out on the street and played uh, played music. Not in Cologne. So the first couple of months, we were in in a town called Neuwied, which is um, about an hour south of Cologne, um, where my girlfriend's parents are, and so it's a relatively small small town what like fifty thousand people and and i would just go play every day for five or six hours and it was just such an amazing experience again it's one of those things where i was really nervous i didn't it's a vulnerable thing to do is a vulnerable place to be is playing music on the street and you don't know how people are going to react but i was just met with so much kindness and and generosity like i was able to make uh, a living, a modest living, mm-hmm. um, and you know, on a on a cold day, people would buy you a coffee. On a warm <laughs> day, people would buy you a juice. And my dog is always with me um, by my side when I'm playing street music, <laughs> and he would just buy buy her treats, like ridiculous amount of treats. And so, yeah, it's just been an amazing experience. And homeless people have even donated to me, and that's that's one thing that really ch- uh, changed my perspective because uh, I was pretty narrow-minded. The old Anthony was pretty narrow-minded back in, in when I was at home. Um, I guess I was in the corporate world and was just kind of in my own zone. But and at that I... time, that's normal to you or to me, yeah. right? If we were in that situation, it's, it's yeah. just the I mean, way when, it is. When I used to walk past a homeless person back home, I just, you know, I would just say, oh, yeah get a job, you lazy bum. If I give you money, you're just going to spend it on booze. Um, and that's just kind of what automatically came to my mind. And when I, you know, was playing music on the street and just, you know, you do a lot of people watching whilst you're on the street and you just see how 
you know, they donated money to me, and but they also kind of looked after each other. And yeah, a completely new perspective. And an and experience like this is how a, a cool song is born. And so I've got, I've got a song, it's not actually released yet. Uh, it's called Excuse Me. And it's about, um, it's about home, uh, a homeless man. And, you know, he's not there. He's not, he's nothing to be worried about. He's not dangerous. He's not addicted to drugs. He's just had a few things go wrong in life. But at the end of the day, he's just like the rest of us, you know, same emotions, same goals, um, but just in a tough place. And so, yeah. And so that's what I'm talking about. It's like getting out of your comfort zone, experiencing something that you didn't, you, you weren't even aiming for it, but it happened and, and having this bit of wisdom come out of it. And for me, a, a piece of art as well. So that's, that's been really cool. And sorry, I've, I've, I've gone completely on a tangent because the, 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 the question <laughs> tangents was about... are good, man. It's all right. I like tangents. So oh, we were just talking about where you started out in the clone music scene, but the, the question there was open mics and yeah. um yeah and, and <laughs> tangents so, are all good. Yeah. And so yeah, you know, I you know, I hop on online and search where open mics are happening and I just make sure that I go to as many as I can. So that's kind of challenging, but um but you just got to keep doing it and hope. I was going to say, this is a nice segue in, into how I first saw you, uh, as well, we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. But this is a kind of form of open mic, if you like, right? You have the, the platform. Uh, the platform we talked about was Book a Busker, is that what it was called? It was Book a Street, book, book, book a street Artist. Excuse so Book me, a Street book Artist a street. is actually a platform. They're actually a platform where you know, I can set up a profile and you know have photos and and video and audio and uh, if someone is, is has an event coming up be it a wedding or a, or a conference or whatever um, they can search the platform uh, and find uh, an artist for the occasion uh, and I've had a few jobs from there and um, they're a really good platform and during the COVID times you know they were trying to they have a bit of a social media following and they wanted to help you know, their artists who are kind of struggling um, still be a little active and get an audience in front of them. And, um, you know, they also had donation links where people could donate. Right. It's a With kind money. of form of putting the hat out, right? And it is, passing yeah. the hat round. And, uh, that sort yeah. of thing, yeah. We all have um, to eat, man. We all, you know, musicians have to eat too. They do, yeah. We don't <laughs> have to, we don't eat as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, or, or even all the time. But, uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's so. That's how you saw me, and it's just <laughs> taking every opportunity that you can, just hoping that it, it compounds over time to into a, a healthy following that you can kind of rely on. Um, so I'm yeah, very much still in that phase, just trying to build and grind and build that foundation. We've had a lot of lockdown time. What have you found yourself doing creatively? I can't even say creatively. That Thank you. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, what to, what's, so here's the thing, like most artists, you know, we're, we're in normal times, we're, we're super busy and, and what we, what we just wish we had was time to be creative time where we can sit down and, and, and just, yeah, just write something. Just do it. Scratch. So fate gives us this opportunity where we have lots of time. But it, funnily enough, my, I've been struggling to be creative right now. 
despite having the time <laughs> and i've spoken to other artists it's not everyone some people are absolutely yeah. killing it but but you know the general consensus amongst the artists that i know is that it's been really difficult and i don't know if it's you know because i talk about it's about having these experiences it just feels like we haven't had i haven't had the opportunity to have as many experiences like you know playing street music and, and being humbled by a homeless man um being stuck at home kind of stale but um yeah it's just a it's just a i've just got to try to push through that but i've what i have been doing i haven't written much in the last few months but i've been going i have a lot of songs that are unproduced so i have been going into studio a lot and uh, working with producers to to create these songs and so yeah they will be released uh, this year <laughs> that's what you hear right? you can tell us all about it what's your back catalog like so I, I released six songs as as a solo artist I got one of those songs remixed and five of those songs um were put together uh as an ep um so it was released on yeah on all streaming platforms and i, I take a physical cd to gigs and actually uh, last friday um was the latest release uh, but it was a collaboration project been myself and a, a friend also from New Zealand uh, who's based in Berlin who's uh, a musician himself and so that was a yeah a collaboration my first collaboration project and that one's going really well as well uh, funnily enough it's called Traveller and uh, we can't really travel to appreciate it so it's it's more to listen to and to think back on this travel memories really but yeah I mean my, if, I, if I walk through the the songs I don't want to bore you um the, fir the first song I released is called Brave and it was just about you know myself being brave enough to pursue music despite you know what my parents were, were, were saying and and just pushing through and and not giving up despite failure and rejection right. and just it's and, about uh, maybe making a choice or facing an ultimatum or exactly, yeah. taking things on to that next level where other people maybe have their doubts, shall we say. And and so that was the first song. The second song was I Got Your Back. Um, and, and so side story, uh, in my home of New Zealand, uh, we have one of the highest suicide rates in the world. A lot of people were super surprised to hear, hear this because I think, isn't it just this beautiful land like Lord of the Rings. Right. Um, but we, we have this cultural thing um, where we're not very good at uh, sharing our emotions. Um, if something's bothering us, especially us men, we keep it to ourselves, we bury it and because uh, we don't want to look weak in front of other people. As a result, you know, depression uh, comes along and ultimately in some cases suicide. And so I wrote a song called I Got Your Back, which is you know, to encourage, especially men to be open to each other and, and to also, you know, let your friends know that you're emotionally available for them. Um, you, you're not just going to judge them for being a, a wuss or something like that. Right. And so this song um, I released in, in a partnership with a charity called Lifeline. Uh, and they basically operate 24 seven phone lines. Uh, for people who have no one to talk to, they can just call up and just talk to someone through through their issues and so yeah 100% of the proceeds of that song are going to to this charity which sounds which sounds really great it's uh it's challenging it's it's had about 20,000 streams uh and it equates to about 40 dollars 
<laughs> so yeah, it's it's. I mean, sadly, that's the world we live in. We we measure yeah. things in streams and yeah, zero point zero zero. One zero, cent it's, or whatever it's, it is. Currently, average is probably about zero point zero three. No, sorry, zero point three cents per stream. I mean, is what is that? that even? It's like nothing. It's, it's nothing. No, but um. Well, let's let's see if we can yeah. add a few more zero. Oh, that would be few more that, that would that would be wonderful. <laughs> but I mean, basically, all all the songs are yeah. There's a song that's a tribute to the terrorist attack that happened in New Zealand nearly two years ago. Um, a song about I wrote for my girlfriend. It's called "Home Is Where You Are" because I, I made the leap to Germany, and I thought to myself, as long as I'm with a leader who is my my girlfriend, uh, that's where home is, and and I feel at home here. So I, I'm not homesick at all, which is which is pretty cool. It's a good place to be. Yeah, all, all the songs come from a real place, and um, that's what I think is, is special. What about your social media, Anthony? Where can we find you? So yeah, my I mean my name is Anthony, but uh, my artist name is Ant Ant like the bug Ant Utama. Um, so yeah, if you search Ant Utama, I'm I'm on everywhere. So if you got Spotify or Apple Music, I'm moving on TikTok and trying my luck there, which is. Uh, an interesting place but uh yeah i'm just i'm everywhere trying to make the most of it you're omnipresent exactly <laughs> excellent it's the best place well, to be. yeah. top five and shall top we go five. for it yeah let's do it guilty pleasure so my guilty pleasure i don't know if most people would consider him a guilty pleasure but i i really like ed sheeran you know, obviously he's massive he has a massive fan base but amongst musicians he he doesn't have a lot of credibility because you know, musicians tend to overanalyze things and they, they say he's he's not a great guitarist and they they, they don't like commercial sounding music. I think the um, second one you might have actually nailed it, right? I think this might be more more about it. It's the as you mentioned earlier about everything being auto-tuned and being just yeah. to win within an inch of its life, you know, a lot of this yeah. music that's coming out. So maybe yeah. that kind of puts people on the other side. The artists, artists like art to be unique and and really out there and niche and and whenever an artist becomes mainstream, they, they get uh, a bit of hassle for it. But I I'm a big fan of of his. Uh, you know, my style is I'd say relatively similar to his. So yeah, I I just really enjoy listening to his music. It's fair enough, man. Who should we be listening to and why? Tell us someone yeah. we don't know that you would like to uh, put that. Right. Yeah, so I've already I've already uh, mentioned him. Um, so this 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 Kiwi friend in Berlin, uh, his name's Graham Candy. He's he's actually he's been a full time musician for quite a while now, and uh, a lot of Germans will actually recognize his voice because um, uh, he's featured on songs that have you know been on the radio uh, and things like that. So his name's Graham Candy, and uh, he's a super nice guy, a super good friend. He's got a really unique and really yeah really unique voice uh, and he knows how to use it really well and so i would if you don't, haven't heard of graham candy um check him out because it's a it's he's got a super cool super cool voice all right look forward to doing that who would you like to collaborate with and why who would i like to collaborate with um i mean it could be a solo it could be a band i mean yeah um I would like to collaborate with um, because it's really 
what's really trendy now is, um, you know, singer songwriters, even if it's more the acoustic side, they're collaborating with um, like DJ producers right now because DJ producers are the hot, hot thing. And so um, I would love to collaborate with a, a DJ like Kaigo. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he's in the kind of electronic music scene, but it's very soft um, pop electronic music. Um, but it's, he's got a really unique sound and uh, he always collaborates with singers who are, who are, who sound great, like they're super skilled and they use that as a platform uh, to set their own solo careers in motion. So, yeah. But this is another this is another example cool. there of I, I don't particularly know who this is, but I'll have a listen. <laughs> I mean, I'm always up for you, something. You, I'm, I'm, sure, for I'm sure you will you will have heard it. Um, you know, just playing in, in a shop or something like that. Um, <laughs> but, that but this really... is the great thing where music really has no no boundaries in this sense. You know, you you have a collaborative opportunity, whoever that may be, and it people just get together and you see what happens. And it, if it comes out great, fine. You know, but it, yeah. it's about enjoying yourself and really earning your stripes as well as a musician. I think you know when it it gives you a lot of experience and a lot of things you learn from other people. You learn so much from other people and, and yeah, because I've been relatively in my own box, um, you know, when it comes to songwriting and uh, I just started songwriting sessions with other songwriters and, and it's amazing. It's like, wow, it's such a different perspective. Yeah. And, and now I can add this to my artillery for future. It's part of the musical journey, yeah. I think. Yeah, exactly. What's your go-to karaoke song? No, you um, know what Bang is. <laughs> no, Nori Bang. I was like, what is that? Um, favorite karaoke song? Ah, oh, like um What's a, your go-to one? You know when it's your when it's your turn. I like a classic because I want people to sing along. Uh I'll go Robbie Williams Angels. Oh, there it was. Yeah. That's a sing along song. It's it'll get the people it going. Doesn't get <laughs> much more sing along even that. Yeah, yeah, that's the key. That's the key. Yeah, good choice, man. And what about we'll wrap it up? Uh, a favorite venue you've either played at, or maybe a venue that you've seen someone in that you really enjoyed the venue. Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll use one that I've played at, and it's uh, it's not like a big stadium or anything. It's a uh, kind of a community house called the Tannenbusch House, and it's which is actually in Bonn, and. Um, they basically have this, it's hard to explain. They have this house and they have a sustainable garden and they have like book clubs in there. And it's basically like this community center and it's predominantly expats in there as well. And occasionally they have entertainment. And and so I went uh, as the entertainment for one day. And it was, it was during COVID times. So uh, it, the event could happen, but there was only about 20 people. So not a big audience, but it was kind of this living room concert atmosphere. And I love the living room concert uh, vibes. It's just, it's so intimate. Yeah, there's nothing between you and the audience. You know, you don't feel like you're performing necessarily. You just feel like you're telling a story and sharing mm. parts of you. It doesn't feel like this, yeah, you're on this big stage and you need to deliver this best performance. It's just all about authenticity. And yeah. And it's it's casual, it's laid back, and and it's honest. Yeah, I've played yes. twice at this place. You know, it's passing the hat around. It's not big money, but it's the most rewarding as an artist. Um, is, is is this sort of uh, this sort of gig is what I love to do. 
Excellent. I mean, there's a bit of a misnomer that musicians yeah. are all about playing uh, bigger places or more is more, you know, when you have, but it's not always the case. And in many cases, it's actually a bit harder to play in front of 20 people in a small space. You know, you really have to be in a different place to be able to do that. As an yeah, artist. I mean, like I've, I've been at events uh, where there have been a few hundred people but the few hundred people aren't listening. They're, they're checking the phone or they're ordering or they're, pizza. They're or, chatting yeah. in your background music. And so I would much rather 20 engaged people who are there going to go. Go, on the, go on the journey than 500 people who walk past you. The life of an artist, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly <laughs> no, they, they, there's always people tapping you on the shoulder and asking you if you could, you know, sing oh, a little bit quieter oh, or something. Yeah, or they ask you to sing... <laughs> Sing Wonderwall. Can you sing Wonderwall? Ah, yeah. No, then again, if you sing, well, if you give me 10 bucks, it's yours, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. But but then you do sing Wonderwall and, and then they love it. So then, yeah, they just yes. want to, they, people like to hear what they know. And that's the challenging thing as, as a, as a song, singer-songwriter. Definitely. As in a, Singing songs people have never heard of. Exactly. Producing your own original music is... Is a, f- a fine thing to do and then to take it to the next level as in to take it to the public and yeah. then to get them engaged that's that's when you have to take it up a notch yeah it's uh it's a challenge that i i i've not mastered i you know i put a lot of content out on social media and uh you know music videos and, and, and things and whatnot but I've, I've yet to go viral like nothing has gone viral really it's just been a slow build and i'm hoping that's sustainable a sustainable more sustainable way of doing things but uh, yeah i'm still trying to crack the formula it's a work in progress well and i wish you all the best thanks so much thanks for getting in touch and um yeah i mean this is an this in itself is an opportunity to to tell my story and hopefully get a bit of exposure so i I thank you for that opportunity my pleasure sir (laughs) and thanks very much for your time man it's been a blast thank you let you go and enjoy the rest of your evening you too all the best, Ooh, mate. Thank you. And, Stay uh, happy. <laughs> you too, mate. Bye. See you later. Cheers. Cheers. You can follow Can't Find My Way Home on Instagram at can't.findmywayhome, on Facebook at expat music pod. And of course, you can find us on Spotify, anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts. And wherever you get your podcasts from, you'll find us there. Until the next one, this is Craig saying cheers.